Hey everybody, welcome back to Investing with Wesley and today I want to talk to you all about the four legal ways to make money or as Robert Kiyosaki calls it, the cash flow quadrant. Let's get into it. So the four legal ways to make money is one, being an employee where you trade time for dollars. Number two is being self-employed, similar to a doctor, dentist, or even a real estate agent. They still trade time for dollars, but they're in control of how much time they spend on their business. Number three and four have leveraged how to use other people's time and other people's money to scale the amount of income they can produce. Number three is a business owner, and number four is an investor. Some of the pros with being an employee is that your income is guaranteed. As long as you show up to work, and don't get fired, you'll receive a check. Your income can be budgeted perfectly because you know what you're gonna receive every week, two weeks, or every month. Another pro of being an employee is that most employers across the nation offer decent benefits. Things like health, dental, vision, all those benefits are afforded to the employees to help with employee retention. Now when it comes to cons of being an employee, the biggest is you have no control over the amount of money you make or your schedule. It's the HR department or the business owner that decides how many hours you need to work, whether or not they want to work with your schedule, and how much they're going to pay you per hour. So although you are guaranteed a check for showing up to work, you have little control over how much money you make and how much time you spend at work. When it comes to the second cash flow quadrant, the self-employed quadrant, some of the pros are that you are in complete control over the time and the dollar amount you make. Take a real estate agent for an example. If they're not out selling homes, they're not getting paid. But they also have full control on how much time they spend selling homes. One of the pros of being self-employed is that they're their own boss. And they can structure their business and how they run things however they want. They can put money into benefits to offer themselves or any of their teammates. They can put money into health, vision, and everything and have the exact same benefits that an employee would have. But the biggest con about being self-employed is that it's you that has to pay for everything. If you want to offer yourself or your team members benefits such as health, vision, or dental, that comes out of your profit margin. It's because of those reasons that most self-employed or small business owners never really get off the ground running and always stay at the developmental phase. Because in order to grow, it costs money. In order to retain your employees, it costs money. And in order to make the money you need to finance all those benefits and operations you have going on, because you're self-employed and haven't developed a business system yet that runs itself, you're still trading time for dollars, meaning more time working and less time with your family. Now when it comes to the third quadrant, which is a business owner, there's a lot of pros and a lot of cons. One of the pros is being extremely tax advantaged. One of the pros of owning a business is it's extremely tax advantaged. On average, businesses only pay about 20% in taxes. Now 20% to some people still may seem like a lot, but when you compare the 20% of business pays in taxes to what an employee pays in taxes, employees on average pay about 60% of their income in taxes. Another major pro of owning a business is that, as mentioned earlier, you can leverage other people's time and other people's money. Sticking with the real estate theme, if you are a realtor, you're self-employed because you have to be out there selling homes. But if you're on the business side of things, you're the broker because you can hire as many realtors as you want and you still get a portion of all the money they earn from all the sales they make. So you're leveraging their time and their effort to make money for yourself. And when it comes to scaling a business and turning a small business into a big business, that's the key. You only have so many hours in the day to work on your business. So if you learn how to scale 
other people's time and effort, then you can learn how to scale your business extremely quickly. Now, what are some of the cons? Some of the cons of being a business owner is you never really know what your next check is gonna look like. As an employee, you're guaranteed a check. As long as you don't get fired, you're guaranteed to receive money. As a business owner, you may not make a sale all month long. You may not make a sale three months out of the year. The downside of being a business owner is that you can't guarantee your income. But on the flip side of that coin, when you do make income and when you do make sales, it's usually a lot larger than if you just were an employee getting paid hourly. Now lastly, I wanna to talk to you about the last quadrant, the investor. Because this quadrant is easily the most overlooked quadrant in the entire cash flow quadrant. If you're an investor and you know how to structure your investments properly, you could pay zero dollars in taxes. It is the most tax advantage way to make money is investing. And most people are thinking, well, everyone knows that if you put your money into a Roth IRA, it grows tax free. Yes, that's true. And that's one way to make tax free money. But a professional investor can put their money anywhere and have it be tax free. It all depends on how you structure it. But I'll talk to you more about that a little later. Similar to a business owner, the pros of being an investor is that it is extremely tax advantaged and you can leverage other people's time, other people's money, and other people's effort to make the income you receive from your investments even greater. Whether it's the stock market, commodities, real estate, it really doesn't matter what you're investing in. No investment is guaranteed. So the biggest con about being an investor is that just like having a business or a small business, your income isn't necessarily guaranteed either. Now, if you're like me and want to go from the left side of the quadrant to the right side of the quadrant and become a business owner or an investor yourself, you're going to have to realize that crossing that center line involves risk. And you have to have the courage to take those risks in order to be successful, whether it's on the business quadrant or the investing quadrant. The three biggest moves you can make right now if you're trying to go from the left side of the quadrant to the right side of the quadrant is number one, don't listen to people that are on the left side of the quadrant. If you have a business or investment venture that you're trying to pursue and you tell your family members that have been working in a nine to five job their whole life about it and they try and shut you down, don't listen to them. They probably have your best interests at heart and they're probably gonna say things like, oh, it's too risky, look for a job instead, which isn't bad advice. I would always recommend someone work at a job to guarantee some sort of income and use that income to start your business or invest. So your friends and family that are saying it's too risky, don't listen to them. Only listen to the people on the right side of the quadrant because if a business owner or an investor is telling you that's too risky, it probably is because they have the experience that you're looking for and they're actually trying to help you avoid a pitfall. Number two is don't be afraid to fail. I can guarantee you Whatever venture you're about to start right now, you're going to fail. On average, business owners and investors fail their first 20 attempts before finally getting something right. Now, me personally, I hope you never fail. And I hope this first venture, second venture, whatever number you're on right now, I hope it's your successful one and this is what's give you your break. But there's no reason to be afraid of failure because failure isn't really a real thing. You either succeed or you learn from the mistake that caused you not to succeed. So take all your previous failures as an education lesson. Figure out what you did wrong the last time, and when you try again, you'll know exactly what to avoid. But remember, the wisest thing you could do to avoid failure is to mitigate your risk in the first place. 
if you're trying to start a business venture, learn everything you could possibly learn about the area you're trying to start it in, whether or not there's a market, the liabilities that could sue, if you need insurance, if you need a building, if you can run it strictly as an online presence. It's never wise to start a business venture blind. So if you're going to start a business or investment venture, make sure you understand the risks and do your part in mitigating those risks. The third and most important thing you could do to move from the left side of the quadrant to the right side of the quadrant is to find yourself a mentor. Someone that's already crossed that bridge and that's already successful. Someone willing to help you and teach you all the lessons they wish they had learned before they started. A mentor can save you years of mistakes and pain. So if you have a mentor, those are the people you can ask when you have a new business or investment venture that you wanna go through. Those are people that have already succeeded in business or investing, and those are the people whose advice you should listen to. And when it comes to being wise about failures and learning from your mistakes, a mentor is nothing better than that. It's someone who's already made their mistakes, and you could learn from their mistakes and the advice they give you to avoid making those mistakes on your own. In closing, guys, I just wanna say that there's money to be made on the right side of the quadrant. I know when you think about it, Amazon runs everything, Google runs everything, and it may seem like an impossible challenge, but there is so much money to be made as an investor or as a business owner, and so little people attempt it. That's why it's called the 1%, because it's not the 1% that succeed. It's the 1% that have the courage to keep trying after they fail. And one more thing, if you're struggling to find a mentor, I would gladly help you out in giving you all the advice that I know. Most professional mentors have a business in mentoring other people. And quite frankly, it's a great business and it's a great way to make money because everyone needs a mentor, but it feels like people are kind of being taken advantage of that way when you charge somebody for advice. So if you're thinking of starting a business or an investment and just want someone to ask some questions to and get some advice from, I'd gladly help you out free of charge because I personally want everyone to succeed. I think everyone should have a family business or learn how to become an extremely wise and profitable investor. But until our next video, have a good one. Hey everybody, I just want to say thank you for making it all the way to the end of the video. If you got value from this video today, please like and subscribe because it really helps the algorithm in helping my channel grow. And if you want to take your personal finances to the next level, stay tuned because these videos talk all about that.